Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Olshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Welcome back to the Schools of Excellence podcast. This is part two in the Priorities Reset Call series. Last week, we spoke about reflect and restore all of the questions and exercises and challenges of how to actually reflect on your previous 90 days and then take inventory on your commitments and obligations and what is it that you want to actually bring back into your life. And so in today's episode, we're digging into part three of the Priorities Reset Call, which which is recasting. In today's episode, you're going to learn about who and what do you want to invite back into your life? What do you want your new priorities to be? What will you no longer be doing? What habit do you want to stop doing? And what will be the reminders to stop this habit? We really take time to work as a community, as in a group, to really understand the blockers in our life, the things that are hindering our success, not just in our daily actions, but our thoughts. You're really going to get insight into the habits that we need to stop doing are not just about, you know, not check email or things like that, but things that we need to stop thinking in our minds that are not serving us, that are being toxic for our life, our relationship, and the goals that we really want to hit in our life. So welcome to part two, Priorities Reset call recasting your life. When we look at recasting, we're asking ourselves, what and who is invited back into my life? So in the same way, when you take inventory of your closet, you take everything out of the closet and then you slowly put back, oh, I still wear this. I don't wear this. This goes to Goodwill. I still wear this. I don't wear this. It has holes. It goes to the garbage, right? And so you recast your clothing. I wear this. I don't wear this. I wear this. I don't wear this. We're going to recast your commitments. So when you look at your inventory, I want you to either take a different color pen if you have or a highlighter, and I want you to highlight. You can only pick 10 things 
from that list to start with. I'm not saying it's only 10 things. I'm telling you start with 10 that you are recasting back into your life. So right now you have a clean slate. Pretend no commitments, nothing. There is nothing that I'm responsible for. There is nothing that I am committed to, nothing. What am I inviting back? Okay, let's take a pause and I want you to do the exercise. As you started to work through this exercise of recasting, I'm curious, what were some of the first things you underlined or highlighted? This is a awareness of values in this moment, okay? Family, schools of excellence, family and pets, okay? Health, family and marriage. And again, just those two things, family and marriage, can consist of 20 things. Family, quality time, my health, yeah. Marriage and kids, family, health, mentoring, beautiful, beautiful. Notice our thread in this community of schools of excellence of how many of you value family, community, marriage, relationships, your own religious communities, your faith, right? There is so much commonality of the thread of what brings this community of schools of excellence together. We all share such similar high values. And that is so powerful when it comes to being in community. Now, what we highlighted first is really this lens into these are my values. This is for sure. It's the most important. I have to dedicate it, right? But now I want you to reflect again in this recasting phase. And I want you to ask yourself, is there something that's not on this list that really does need first priority before I recast these? So it's not that you're saying, okay, my family is no longer important. No, you're putting something else in front for the next 90 days. Again, it's the priorities reset call every quarter. We're going to do this again in Michalina's in June or July. I'm not sure exactly when the next one is, but we do this every 90 days. So for next 90 days, what needs to happen first? Okay, exercise. So health. Right. So while originally you had highlighted family and pets, maybe you need to say one second, does health need to come first? And it's not that you're saying, okay, kids, I'm not reading you stories and I'm not doing anything for the next 90 days. That's not it. Right. It's not all or nothing. It's not black or white. It's what are the commitments that I've made to my family that maybe I can dial back a little bit because I need to make space for health. You know, do I need to maybe while I love doing this, maybe my husband can do that or a nanny could do this or grandma could do this or something so that I could prioritize my health. Right. Remember, it takes a village. Okay, Megan, myself, myself comes. Yes. Boundaries, health, breathing, meditating, going to the gym, work life balance, a lot of focus on health. Right. And mental well-being fun which is perfect for this month's focus all on redefining self-care, right? Because at the root of all of these things are really this component of like taking care of ourselves, my health, my exercise, my boundaries, breathing, fun, joy for ourselves. And so we've created a phenomenal, well, it's not we, it's actually Michalina. Michalina has created an incredible experience for you all for this entire month of April to really redefine what it means to take care of ourselves. So let's ask the next question in recasting. We looked at what do I want my new priorities to be? And many of you shared fun, joy, laughter, health. What are you no longer doing for next 90 days? The reason I keep saying that is because women especially, they look at their list and they're like, you can't take that away from me. I love making dinner for the moms that have just a baby. You can't take that away from me. I love hosting guests when they come into town. I'm not taking anything away from you. 
For next 90 days, what are you going to say? I can't recast you into my life until July. It's that simple, right? It's not never do this again. It's I will recast you in July. For the next 90 days, you will not be recasted into my calendar and life. You are not a bad person. You are not any less than a human being. You are a beautiful human, not a machine. You are a beautiful human, not a machine. Mike Ginn says, Alex and I have been talking about a project we want to do, goes hand in hand with our healing that we've been putting off and we want to focus on. Okay, right? So maybe for next 90 days, if this is your focus, then something has to come off. Aaron, speaking down to myself. Okay, thank you. I'm going to do this exercise just for work commitments to see what I can get rid of and delegate so then I could create space for family and fun. Okay, I love that. Thank you, Leslie. Again, the question is, what are you not recasting for next 90 days? So I'll give you an example. One of the things that I'm not recasting for next 90 days, I usually host guests every Saturday afternoon. We host families or people from the local college or stuff like that or the high school. And for next 90 days, I committed that I'm only hosting guests three times. So once a month, which is really freeing my Friday for something personal that I want to do for myself, that I'm recasting into my life that I want for me. And in order to make time for that, I needed to say no to that. Right. So it's not always like, okay, now I'm not doing this anymore. It's next 90 days. Maybe social media. Okay. No social media for next 90 days. Big one. Page. Woo. Big, bold, audacious goal. One of the things that I did, by the way, last quarter is I deleted every single app from my phone. So I don't have social media apps on my phone anymore. Whenever I go on social media, it's on my computer while I'm working, right? When I log into like the owner's group or the inner circle group or whatever it is. Other than that, it's not on my phone, which has been life-changing, life-changing. Yes. Oh my God. It has literally been life-changing. In the beginning, you will get a little bit upset with yourself of how much you actually reach for your phone to check social media. You'll be like, oh my God, I'm so addicted. But then it leaves you and it's like, oh, it's freedom. Okay. I'm not working 12 hour shifts. Limit days working late to one day a week. Beautiful. Beautiful. I deleted social media from my phone too. It has been great. Yeah. Sarah Schreiner has a whole system where she actually has a separate phone for work, she has a system. I don't know if she's on here now. I don't think she's away, but she has a whole system of what she's done. Paige, done and deleted. Oh my gosh. Yes. Congrats, Paige. I love that right here on the call. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. Jamie, I am not recasting constant email checking. Great. Jamie, Michalina, let's get Jamie listening to the manager inbox training session on how to organize your inbox. We're going to teach you all the systems around that and you won't be constantly checking email. Love it. Beautiful. Love these commitments. Sharon, I'm going to reduce my social media to only one hour a day, TV to online an hour a day. I'm going to take your advice and take Facebook off my phone. Oh, I love this. We could do like the remove Facebook from my phone challenge. Everyone can take it off their phone. <laughs> oh, we could do like a group exercise. Facebook, goodbye. Mark Zuckerberg, we are no longer supporting you on our app. Okay. Not letting email dictate my day. Beautiful. Okay. Let's go to the next question in recasting. So we've spoken about a new priority we want to recast. We spoke about something that we won't recast for next 90 days, right? Something that we're just going to say no thank you for the next 90 days. And so some of you already wrote this, but this is a variation. What habit will I stop doing for next 90 days? So Jamie just shared not checking email, right? That's a habit to constantly check email. But for those of you that didn't necessarily choose a habit, which many of you did actually, I'm just realizing here in the pattern, many of you chose something that is actually a habit. But for anyone that didn't, think about 
is there a habit that I will not recast for 90 days? Again, a habit could be something that you say often, which is, I don't have time. I'm too busy. I'm overcommitted. That's a habit, right? A habit of saying, I'm so tired. Those are habits. They're all habits. Naomi deleted Facebook from her home screen. Oh my God, this is so exciting. I love this. Deanna, I want to say no to sugar. Maybe only one Netflix show to binge watch, removing Facebook from my phone. Yes. Okay, Rosanna is going to remove the habit of saying I can't get it all done. In order to work less, dedicate more time to my health and my kids, I'm going to leave work 30 minutes earlier than I have been for the next 90 days. Such a clear, succinct habit. I love it, Naomi. Perfectly articulated. With specificity. Kathy, negative self-talk. Paige, stop the habit of using a subconscious filter in time-related decision-making. Yes, trying to be more intentional. Leslie, I did the Facebook. It's been great. Maybe delete email from my phone. Yeah, I've been toying with that myself also. I think I might do that. I've been toying with that for a little bit. That might be the next thing I delete from my phone. Soon my phone will just be like WhatsApp and like calling, which means I could just have a flip phone. Like I don't even need this, right? If you're an owner and a director, director, regional director, VP of operations, doesn't matter your role in the school. One of the things that we crave most in our leadership is accountability. As you move up in the rungs of leadership, there's really less and less accountability because there's less people that you're responsible to report to, especially when you're in the highest rings where you're the owner, there's very little accountability. You don't really have to answer to anyone. You call all the shots and While there's a lot of privilege in that, there's also a downside in really having to hunt for your own levels of accountability, for your own way to motivate yourself and get yourself inspired. And it could feel very lonely up there. You're looking for camaraderie, for community, um, for people just to link arms and surround yourself with. And it's one of our secret sauces in our directors in our circle and our owners HQ program where members are constantly talking about how the accountability has been game changer for them. So I wanna introduce you to one of our members, Ellie Estrin, who runs a school in Atlanta, Georgia. She's been a member for many years and she shares her experience of how the accountability continues to transform her leadership and her school. The accountability and the consistency of the group that there's always something ongoing and there's always a challenge or something that we're, a, a sprint that we're doing. And that kind of was always my hook that kept me going. So there would be like times where I might fall under the radar and then there would be a sprint and I'd be like, oh no, I'm getting back on this. <laughs> <laughs> keep it, keep yes. going. And it would keep my motivation and keep me um, focused in being proactive the way that I really want to be proactive. And having the opportunity for the sessions that we call in or if I missed one to be able to really watch them. That was so helpful for me Um, and to be able to implement changes that I wanted to implement for so long and to have the support from everybody else and including Connie especially to have that support and to have just all the opportunities to do that. You may have nodded your head with joy of like, yes, I need accountability. I want the consistency. I want a group of people that I can lean on. And I want you to know that's a very basic human need to want accountability and community and just to have those relationships where you can lean on people and people can lean on you. And you're part of a community where you can contribute, where you can ask for what you need, where you can take what you need. So I really want to encourage you to apply for the directors in her circle or the owners HQ. Um, Just to explain a little bit of the difference between our two programs, the directors in our circle are for the directors, the assistant directors. Our owners HQ program is really for people that are owners, 
VP of operations, regional managers, people who have a lot of the ownership responsibility, and then also for owners as well. We have our separate program for owners only, which is our CEO legacy group, which is for CEOs who run and operate multiple centers. Um, that's a separate kind of a uh, private only, invitation only experience. So I'd love for you to join us in the Directors Inner Circle or our Owners HQ. You could click the link in the show notes to apply, learn more about the program, see if you're a fit, and then you and I will jump on a quick call together and learn more about your goals, learn more about what you're looking for, and see if this is the right program for you for this coming year. My husband just got a new phone because his screen cracked. He's like, let me get you a new phone. Your phone's so outdated. I'm like, my phone is fine. Like, I just want a stupid flip phone. I don't need anything fancy. <laughs> like, My phone is not part of my status symbol of like what my life is equated to. Okay, Mel, stop habit of worrying about how staff are going to react or respond. Ooh, that's a good one, right? Not worrying about, oh my God, what are they going to say? What's going to happen, right? It's the overthinking. It's the overthinking. It's the overfunctioning. Oh my God, overthinking is exhausting. It is very fatiguing and it is very self-loathing. Okay, let's pause here for a moment. Sharon deleted Facebook. Okay, now she deletes the games. Okay, this is amazing. By the end of today's call, we have 20 minutes left. Everyone's going to have deleted all the apps. <laughs> Heidi, I'm going to stop snoozing my alarm. Okay, right? Taking control over your um, sleep habits. Okay. I want to pause here because I have given you so much new information and we have worked through a lot of exercises. So let's pause and let me know in the comments if you have a specific clarifying question or something that you would like to work through when it comes to reflect, restore, or recast. Okay? And then I'm going to bring everything here full circle to help you guys wrap this up in a neat, tidy little bow. Will I repeat the question? Yes. Do you have a specific question as I work through the content today of reflection, restore, and recast? Do you have a specific question around how do I actually do this? What is the next step? I didn't understand that part. Like, again, just want to make sure that we're all aligned and then I'm going to kind of move into the next thing. Can I get a link to the manager inbox session? Yeah, Michalina, I think maybe under this priorities reset call, we can kind of do almost like a show notes of all the things that I've referenced to in today's session. And so Michalina will take care of that for you all. Catherine, really looking at my commitments and deciding what can I get rid of? I feel like my family, my kids take up a lot of my time out of my work. Yeah, Catherine, I'm so glad you brought this up. Does anyone else feel similarly to Catherine where their family and their children take up a huge percentage of the time that they have allotted to live on this planet in the current season of life? <laughs> Just give me a yes in the comments, all of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I had this interesting conversation with my mentor, Todd, a couple of months ago, and we were talking about when ambition and our values bump up against each other. So many of you that are on this call and in the Schools of Excellence community are very ambitious. You have big goals, big dreams, big hearts and souls to want to accomplish and really looking constantly at what is my legacy? What is the next step in what I'm building and creating and leaving my mark in this world and the impact? And those ambitions are beautiful and they're not to be put down in any way. And then at the same time, you have these values of family, of faith, of community, of connection. And many times they live in this paradox 
So I was asking him, you know, how do we really work through this? Like, if we have these big ambitions, and then we also have chosen to have children and raise a family, and we have these committed relationships and all these things. And so the big thing that I kind of took out as we kind of coached through that was remembering the seasons of life. When we're very ambitious, we can sometimes think very micro, where it's like, I have to do everything in the next year. When really, no, like... People don't die when they're 50 anymore, right? Like 100 years ago, 50 years old was like 100, if you think about it, okay? 100 years ago, when someone lived till 50 or 60, that was like, whoa, they're so old, right? 50 years old's not old. 60's not old, right? People live longer now. And so we haven't adopted or shifted yet of like, you're 30. You've got like 60 years left on this planet. Like, you don't have to do everything yesterday. Or you're 50. You still have a good 30, 40 years left. Where are you running? So to me, that was this big kind of awakening into, yes, have ambitions, but also remember, you don't have to do everything this year, right? Remember that there are seasons of life where, yes, our family encompasses everything. And then there becomes a season where you're not waking up in the middle of the night, where kids don't deplete 90% of our bank account on, I need new shoes, I just bought you shoes yesterday. Yeah, well, I already grew out of them. Okay, now I need another pair of shoes, right? There comes a point where it's like, it's not like that anymore, right? And then you can shift focus in a different direction. So I think this concept is remembering to be where your feet are, Remembering that you're young and you actually have a lot of time left on this planet to do amazing work. So I just want to pause. Does that resonate with you, Catherine? And for those of you that said, yes, oh my God, family is everything. Like what's hitting home for you? Because this is ultimately where the priorities reset sits. You know, am I ready to say I'm not tackling that big goal yet, right? I've had a goal of writing a book since I started my business. I still haven't done it yet. Not for lack of ambition, not for lack of anything, but because it just can't be a priority yet. I'm just not in a season of life where I'm ready to commit to that. I will get there, right? I will write a book that will be part of my legacy. Not yet. Homework, dinner, bath, story time, crash. Oh, story of Wednesday and Thursday and every day, right? <laughs> Liz, I feel like my work takes up so much time and my family time. There's no one to delegate to. Okay, Leslie, a new empty nester here. It's a whole new season. Easier to manage priorities and commitments. Yes, right? Because the school isn't calling you and saying, your son fell down. He has a big bump on his head. He also has fever. You got to go pick him up. Okay, well, there went my day, right? I'm practicing being mindful where I am right now, not letting my mind float. Catherine, I feel like I don't overwork, but maybe I need to cut it to 30 hours a week. Yeah, maybe, right? And explore it. Again, Catherine, here's the biggest thing. When you say yes, and here's another thing that Todd and I talk about all the time. Every single decision is a two-way door. There's only one decision that you can make in your life that's a one-way door. And that's if you decide to jump off a building. Other than that, every decision has two doors. You went in the door and said, I'm going to practice working 30 hours a week. You know what? I don't like it. Okay, go back into the door 40 hours a week. Every decision has two doors. You can change your mind. You can go back. Not every decision is life or death. We treat every decision like it's life or death, but it's not, right? Nothing is permanent. Yeah, right? This is one of the things I've spoken about her so many times. Dr. Edie Eager, she wrote the book. We're gonna have a lot of show notes, Michalina. <laughs> she wrote the book, The Gift. Dr. Edith Eager. She talks about the mindset that helped her survive the camp. She's a Holocaust survivor. My pain is not permanent. My pain is temporary. I will get through this. That mantra helped her survive. 
And like Paige was saying, it's not permanent. If you can remember the struggle that you're in and remember this is not permanent, this is temporary, you pull yourself through that. Hold the book, sure. The Gift, 12 Lessons to Save Your Life. Great book. Great, 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 great book. Okay, let's answer a couple more things here. Paige, such a great thought. It seems obvious as it hasn't been to me over the last few years. I don't need to expand right now. Focus on my little kids and my husband. It means more in the long run. Yes, right? And that acceptance and permission to choose our husbands and our kids as our badge of honor in this season requires so much emotional maturity and self-acceptance and love of saying, this is my choice. And in a few years from now, I can do the next things. But right now I'm investing in planting these seeds for the future because my babies are young once. Why do I always feel the need to justify my time? Oh, such a good question. Let's put that as a strategic advisory topic. This is a great topic. I'm going to explain it in greater depth. Erin, this is why I've decided that on my half day Fridays, I'm leaving my kids at school. I'm going to agree myself of who I am. I'm not just a mom. I'm not just a boss. I'm not just a sister. Yes, I'm Erin. Yes, you exist beyond all of the titles you have in your life, right? Okay. All right. So there's a lot that you're holding inside of you. And we work through a lot of exercises here. And so I'm going to give you some ideas for next steps. Again, choose what makes sense for you. Choose what makes sense as your next step. Okay. If you are in a committed relationship, in a marriage relationship partner, a next step would be to watch this recording and do this exercise together with your partner. So whether you choose to watch the video or just do the exercises together, doing this together as a unit from the lens of your personal life can really help you find peace when you need to choose what you're letting go of. Because you have to remember when you choose something to let go of, it might end up shifting to your partner. Or you both have to decide that you're not saying yes to this anymore, right? Because when we say no to social commitments or community obligations, you both need to be okay with it. So that's one idea for a next step if you'd like to explore that. The next idea for a next step is in your inventory list that you took, right? That whole giant list that you wrote down. A journal prompt is, why is this on my inventory list? These are really hard questions to answer, right? Like if you have on your inventory list pets or those are bigger ones, but I'm talking about smaller ones like the boys moms group or something like that. Why is that on your commitment list, right? What does it do for you? Why is it on there? And if you can answer the why, right, it helps you realize what are you recasting, okay? So again, I'm giving you a couple of next steps. Choose what makes sense for you. Choose what you feel like you want to make time for when it comes to this. And then this final one, this is really hard, but this is probably the most rewarding challenge you can do is open a brand new Google calendar, right? So kind of instead of the one that exists already right now for your current calendar, like open up a blank one and then start recasting your school commitments. Like, yes, I'm doing one-on-ones. Yes, I'm doing gratitude. That goes back. Yes, right? And so start taking all the commitments that currently exist and start recasting them into an actual calendar. And then what happens is, is this is how you stress test your commitments. Because as you rebuild it from this lens, you'll be like, oh, I'm out of time. So one second, that means I can't do all of this. Okay, restart. So when I do this, I do this in, I usually just do this right in the beginning of the year, like in January time, but I like the idea of doing this again now in this quarter where you look at the blank calendar and you recast, you know what? I actually don't want to meet with this person. I know she was on my calendar because it was important to me last year or whatever it is, but you know what? It's not important this quarter. I'm not recasting her. I'm going to reschedule her for the summer. 
The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins is about her struggle to stop hitting snooze. I can't remember who wanted to stop doing that. Yeah, another great book, The Five Second Rule. It's a great book. Catherine, I know I'm not there yet on my journey. Should I jump and do the time blocking now? Catherine, that is probably the next step. You're probably in mindset or gratitude. That's in the next week or so. So you're almost there, like another week or two. So I am going to stop trying to mentor staff who don't merit it because they don't align with our values. Yes, right? Letting go of wanting something more than they want it for themselves. I cannot want this for you more than you want it for yourself. That freedom is unleashing. It is, okay, she's just not a fit. She just doesn't want this. So those are the next steps. Before I take any last minute questions or last minute insights, I want to thank every single one of you for participating, for being part of the training, for doing the exercises. And I think more than anything, what I am grateful for in these priorities reset calls is the commitment that you have to show up and choose to reinvent yourself. The commitment that you have to keep on saying, I want to evolve. I want to grow. I don't want to be stagnant. And I know no one's going to thank you for doing that. So I am. Thank you for committing to evolving, to not saying stagnant, to committing to your growth, to showing up onto these calls. It's not easy, right? Most people are not doing this. But then again, most people aren't also getting extraordinary results and leading extraordinary lives. So thanks so much for joining and take care, everyone. All the best. Well, there you have it. The two-part series of the Priorities Reset Call, Reflect, Restore, and Recast. I want to thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to listen to this important conversation and training on the three parts to really understand how to reset our priorities, shift our focus, disrupt our thinking, and ask different questions that really pull us out of the day-to-day, pull us out of the minutia and the craziness, and remind us of what it is that we're actually trying to achieve in our school. What are we actually trying to achieve in our lives, in our in our business, in our schools, in our uh, in in our families, in our faith, in our communities, and all these things that are so important to us? And if you listened until now, if you took the time to listen to these two really amazing trainings, then I know that you would love to learn more about our directors in our circle and our Owners HQ program. These trainings, these two episodes that we did is just a glimpse into the high level of content and training that we consistently offer our members um, exclusively to our directors and our owners, the VPs, the executive directors, the people that are part of our community. And the reason that I consistently create such high level content for our members is the Schools of Excellence programming. These exclusive programs are really here to disrupt your thinking, to pull you out of the day to day, right? We do not talk about the minutiae in these programs. We really help you elevate your mindset, help you understand how to look at your business from a different perspective, pull you out of working in it and help you work on it, walk you through understanding that you need to stop doing and you need to start designing, creating, elevating, casting those beautiful visions. And so if you have been hunting for community, if you've been looking for a coaching and training program, a mentor, a community guidance to really help you take your school in this next season of growth and your next season of life, then I invite you to check out the directors in our circle. I invite you to check out our owners HQ. The link is in the show notes. You could go to Hani.me slash join the DIC. Check it out. See if it's for you. Fill out an application. No obligation. We'll get on a call. We'll chat about it. You'll, you and I will learn more about each other and we'll see if it's a good fit, a good fit for this season of life, a good fit for the goals that you currently have for the center. And this might be your season where you're ready to level up. So thanks so much for joining. Thanks for listening to the Schools of Excellence podcast. 
If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.